0: Hello, welcome to the iWord. This podcast may contain strong language.
1: Three. I'm your host, Andy Sellers, and today I'm speaking to the wonderful Olivia Spencer. Olivia is a photographer, an actor, and even a saxophonist. At the moment, she's working a lot with actors on headshots, and so I was really interested to in how it feels to be both sides of the lens and that part of the word. And she was very, very kind to speak to me just after Christmas and uh, before the New Year over soon. So let's get into it. Uh, fantastic. Um all good. Um, so I always say hello now. But it's like, like oh, we've just not been talking. But um, hello. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> Hi, <laughs> to I'm me. good. Lovely to meet you too. Through
1: Zoom. <laughs> through the Zoom world. So I, no. I, was, uh, I was looking, um, I did a little bit of research into you. And I, I kind of, I think George had mentioned that you were an actor. But yeah. I also know that you went to uh, Bournemouth Arts which is yes! like my, my neck of the woods. Oh, um, really? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um, So I'm, I'm interested to ask you about that, but the start of each pod, I usually ask, when was the last time you wanted to be an actor? But I'm also aware that you are a, a full-time headshot photographer and your work is yeah. fantastic, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, well, thank you. And so I kind of wondered... <laughs> uh, do, do you think of yourself as a photographer or an actor, or do you know do you just not think of yourself as a noun you know <laughs> yes,
0: that's a very good question um i I like a lot of things um and so good answer yeah so i I, I play the saxophone um I do acting I do photography i do art like I, I just really like a lot of things and so Uh, for me it's just however I get to express myself creatively um, Mm. and that's what's important for me and at first of course like to be able to tell a story um, through whatever medium that is if it's through music or through acting um, that's what I that's what kind of is my thing just as long as I can express myself in any
1: way really um, creatively that's... So when, what was the last, what avenue was the last time you had a moment of being like, oh, this is why, I, like, I love being in this world and this sort of I word and this sort of, like, this is my, these jobs. I like to sort of balance between the, the yeah. saxophones yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh,
0: my God. I just love Lisa Simpson. So I was like, I need to do oh, okay, that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get that saxophone. Yeah, um, yeah it's... um I like them all for different things, and um, I actually did my dissertation on being an actor musician, and whether it was a hindrance or a benefit to your performance, um, because you do have to switch between different um, different ways of being able to express yourself. So, you know, with music, it's all about the listening and engaging in a very different way to then acting. It's very outwards, and music for me is. Something that I did since I was a kid. So, whenever I pick up the saxophone, I suddenly go into this like inner child world where I'm like, I'm eight years old playing the saxophone. Being um, like just
2: because I have,
0: <laughs> <being> <laughs> Simpson. Um, just because I relate to it in that way. Um, so, that was really strange to bring it into that world of performance hmm. because I was like, no, 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 I do this in my room on my yeah, own yeah. <laughs> and right. suddenly I have to share it with everyone. So, I felt like for me, so music is probably something that I do more for myself in that sense on my own or I feel comfortable most comfortable and at home doing it that way um acting I definitely feel like is something that you have to share and I can't like people know when I haven't acted in a while because I I perform a lot in front of my friends and family if I haven't done that and it's very annoying massive attention seeker basically (laughs) Um, so I need to express myself frequently with acting definitely um in some some way that I can but um so going back to your question massive tangent there Mm. but recently I mean it is photography that I felt like this is my thing um because so I've always been into photography and I've always had friends who are photographers or DOPs filmmakers and being on that side of the lens, you get to see things in such a different way. Um, and I feel like that's how I see, like, even just walking down the street, I notice things in such a, like, kind of picture way. Yeah. And that's, that's what I noticed that I liked about photography, was that it makes you see things yeah, you know because so I could go for a walk and I'm very much in my head a lot of the time if I'm going for a walk but if I have my camera it gets me out of my head and I start noticing things that I wouldn't normally notice and I really like that about photography um, and then to be able to again share that share your vision with someone or whoever's you know interested in your work is is a bonus to it um, but then I also love people um, so I started doing photography with you know um, like product photography but realise that products don't speak to you <laughs> and it can be a very very lonely journey trying to have yeah. a conversation with that um, so it made sense for me to want to obviously work with people um, and that's again what I love about acting is being part of a community and being part of a group um, mm. and very much working in an ensemble way to create mm. a show rather than individually this is my performance it's yeah. very much What can we do together? And that's what I find... Yeah, sorry. No, no, go go on. Go on. Well, that's that's just what I find most um, rewarding about it, is being able to collaborate and do something together. And, again, that's why Headshots, for me, it definitely feels like a journey with someone, um, Mm. one-on-one, where both of us are trying to create an image... um, and a representation of that person through a photo. And I think that's amazing that you can capture that one moment of someone feeling their best or, yeah, on their best day. And that, for me, is really rewarding. I love it.
1: I kind of... So... So,
0: yeah, photography. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that photography, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> massive
1: tangent. <laughs> no, it's not a oh. tangent at all. Um, <laughs> the, the... I I'm kind of want to know what... um Because right at the start of that... Uh, mm. not tangent at all The you said about uh, Lisa Simpson and how like almost in a way like or maybe I said it but you said something about when you play the saxophone you felt like you were uh, like back to sort of being a child and that kind of yeah. uh, being in your room and that almost like kind of a privacy I suppose Yeah. do you feel because something that's come up a lot is do you still feel whether it's an acting or photography do you still feel like there's a connection between that first time that you kind of enjoyed playing, acting, photograph, mm. something in the street, and mm. now, is that the same feeling or has it changed?
0: Yeah, um, it's a good question. Um, I feel like with, so specifically with photography, <clears throat> I, um, I got, fur- like I, I went further into it when I went on tour. And I was spending oh, a right. lot of time on my own, so I was in Asia, I was in Japan and China nice. last <laughs> just before. <the laughs> <pandemic. I know. laughs> just want to throw that out yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Um, very subtly. Um, but yeah, so I was in these amazing places uh, with an amazing group. But obviously, it's so important to have time to yourself. Yeah, yeah. and um, I I do like spending time on my own. I do, but I like people, and so it's important for me to find a hobby that I can do on my own and photography is the one thing that I think for me that I connect to in a so like solo individual way where it's actually annoying to be around me if I've got my camera because I'm just like okay bye see you later like just (laughs) going away like taking photos getting inspiration um so it does feel like when I first kind of got really obsessed with it Um, and was really annoying to be around. (laughs) Um, I definitely think at first it has that kind of a connection where I'm like, oh, this is like my baby, or this is... It is so personal to me. Mm. Um, But for me, it's it's so weird, because photography, I don't... Again, I don't think it is something that is... So, for example, saxophone, for me, is kind of a cathartic experience. When I'm playing, I feel quite a lot of emotions um and I do get really connected to it in that sense um emotionally but I don't feel emotional about photography if I'm taking a photo as such in the same way so it doesn't have that kind of yeah I quite like that about it though I need something where I'm a little bit detached because I kind of feel like if I'm taking a photo it's it's my vision but it's also it's it could be someone else's vision from this angle or you
1: know it's it's a really kind is of that, broad thing. Is that almost in a way, like, I suppose to use headshots as, like, the example, is it almost like the, the emotion is sort of coming from the, the, uh, the client? So, really? like, the, yeah. the, the expression is having to come from them and that the yours is, in a way, kind of a safe place, because mm. the lens as opposed to... Mm um i I seem completely me making that up but if (laughs) you're saying that's completely
0: wrong no that's so true i i see myself as a facilitator um Mm. i'm there to um i'm there to help create the magic um and i have the vision for how i can get that you know to happen but it's very much um a joint effort to get there and the the Photographer, that's me. The camera <laughs> is the is the kind of catalyst for that. Yeah, and and the thing in between two people that create like literally captures that moment that mm. happens. Um, but yeah, I. It's not that I'm fully detached. It's just that I'm very much like this is not about me at all. With no, but the, the
1: the the word the facilitator is really nice, and just again, I think mm. it's interesting because you are on a couple of different. Planes in terms of like the I word and the jobs you do. So do you mm. feel like you're a facilitator when you're an actor? It's very confusing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. um, that I'm a facilitator as an actor. No, um, it's really. I'm in a stage of my life where I'm. I feel like I'm evolving into like directing as well. Like, oh, cool. I don't feel too connected to acting as I did um, because. Similar to when I was getting my headshots done, I was asking the photographer so many questions about the cameras and about, like, how they take photos. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I on this side? Mm, Um, And same with acting. I asked the director so many questions about how they talk to actors and stuff, and they're like, you're the actor. (laughs)
1: That's so interesting. (laughs) But
0: I I find myself so curious about other people's roles. And this is why I actually got into acting. It's because... I was always curious about, like, like what's it like to be a waiter? What's it like to be a receptionist? What's it like to be all these different things? Because I just like to put myself in lots of different scenarios, more on an empathetic, like, a compassionate way that I like to be able to relate to people and connect to people. Mm. And the only way I can see myself doing that is by playing all these roles to understand what it must be like to to do that, you know, life or to have that job. Um, and again, that feeds into my life where I'm just... I start talking to someone about cameras and suddenly I'm a photographer.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's interesting that's as well, because not... in a way, like, what, like your curiosity is kind of still almost... It almost still sounds like a photographer's art. Yeah. It's like, I'm curious to know what that's that life true. is like. Not necessarily, like, I want to live that life or I want to no. be that person. And I just yeah. think it's interesting when... I can't remember who I was speaking to you about, but like, I think it's interesting how different people work in terms of like I think often the idea of an actor is that they're this kind of like free flowing like like. I think Georgia for instance the person you oh phot- photographed is just Beautiful. like the epitome of an actor she's just like open mm. like glorious and, I, mm. and I'm so jealous of that she's so but articulate I, as well I know but I'm so like <laughs> I'm interested that like that's not that's not the only way to be an actor like you can be an actor like you say mm. like an, and, and you're valuable in a room as a facilitator as someone who's mm. just curious and and who is interested in the the nitty-gritty of it but so mm, i want to kind of go details we're sort definitely. of jump, we're jumping around because An I, i'm just a ta- I'm, I'm i honestly, have a habit of doing that honestly <laughs> literally i listen to some of the episodes and i just wonder how we we get there but i've now <laughs> i've now started to Amazing. put i now started to put questions down so actually like Amazing. you need to follow this so yeah. Can so I also of... just say sorry yeah. really quickly? I'm no, so sorry to do this again,
0: um, but it's so nice to be like asked questions. But like, it's I'm so used to being the one asking the questions. So, uh, it's in what, so in what way? Well, because be like doing headshots. It's really important for me to get to know the person. Um, and so I'm so used to being like, so tell me about you. Like, no, I want to know about you. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, he wants to know about me. <laughs> no,
1: I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated yeah. by the whole, the whole idea of, of. Um, I'm just fascinated by like by the whole headshot world because I just I don't think it ever is really. Uh, I am fascinated. I don't by think it I ever well. really like spoke about it. To I've been I've had a couple of sessions. I don't think I've ever really like sort of talked about what they're thinking. What about, do you what think about? headshots then
0: That's it's
1: a good really because... question. No, it's not. It's not. <clears throat> um, i in... See here I am again interviewing you. <laughs> no. <laughs> you flipped it around. I'm in- I'm I'm interested because I it it kind of goes along the part of the i word that I that I don't particularly that I don't particularly understand, I think. Because mm-hmm. I I I sometimes think like I sometimes think that people often, uh, because of my experience as a graduate, was that I was confused about what I needed to to put on a headshot. I didn't know if I wanted, to, if I needed to put myself or it was a different version. And I saw it in other graduates that it just felt like something they were just they were just going mad about, and they just didn't, mm. and they, you know, they're endlessly flicking through headshots, and it's uh, they don't, I don't know. I just sort of feel like it's something I don't really know. And then sometimes hearing from casting directors that they will. Flick through loads and then pick one that just sort of stands out just because it's brighter. And I'm just—I I think it's something that I don't really understand. And so, from a photographer's point of view, mm. I'm interested what—and also because you're also an actress or an a- mm.
2: actor,
1: whatever you prefer—I'm mm-hmm. intrigued as to what you what you feel because as an actor, you'll have been had you'll have been had that headshot mm, you will have had those anxieties
0: yeah, yeah you will have
1: had those anxieties and those <laughs> same questions oh about god, yeah. what i need to put out so mm, when you're exhausting. but when you're when you're photographing someone what are you what are you trying to are you are you thinking this person needs to look like this or are you thinking this person just needs to look who they are
0: oh my god again absolutely. i'm not
1: asking you to speak mm. for all headshot photographers but what is your sort of...
0: Yeah, um, I was just so fed up at scrolling through... So I don't mean to be rude to these people, but scrolling through some headshot photographers where it's by a brick wall and it all looks the same and every person looks so similar that no-one really stands out. And so for me, using colour, which I do a lot in my headshots only, like just use different colour backdrops, brings out different people's um, vibes... And personality. So my approach is definitely for the person. I literally just say to everyone, I'm like, just turn up. Don't even think too much about it. Just turn up as you and let me be the person to, like, guide you through it. Um, for, especially for people who are really nervous about their session. Um, it, and it's having that trust there that we are going to get the shot. But it is, it, I do t- focus on a feeling from a shot. And so I work a lot in contrast. So, for example... Instead of focusing on a character, it's a vibe. So I have an orange background. That, to me, screams, like, comedy, playfulness, clowning. But if I put a serious feeling in front of that, it kind of balances it out. So That's we get a good blend of feeling multiple things from the photo, and it's so layered because it's got this kind of multiple um yeah feeling to it with the color and the person's um thought or like so i don't work in like you know think about think about being a maid or Mm. let's do period or let's do this sort of look i it's very much more like i want to capture someone walking into a room with this confidence that they're going to have a great day, and that they don't need to be anything other than just themselves in that moment, and whatever that is, that's, that's what so I great. want to capture.
1: That's so great, and I think it's yeah. it's, it's cool that you, again, you sort of said it at the beginning as well, but just to bring it back, you said about um, about feeling, and that like we, I sort of like gave the idea that maybe the feeling was from that from the other side. And mm. the first thing you talked about was the vibe or the feeling, almost like an emotional connection to the mm. photo, photo mm. in like an artistic way, than just totally. a blank slate, human being no. face.
0: And I try to make sure people don't, you know, let vanity get in the way either. And I'm like, look at, let's look at the photo, but don't look at it like, oh, I look great. It's, what are you? What am I feeling from this? Am I feeling like, oh my god, mm. like? What are they trying to say? And I do I do a lot of um actor exercises because it's fun. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like actors want to act and yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is their opportunity, like to so we do a lot of like imagination stuff where I, I make someone imagine that they've just walked on stage. And that beginning feeling where no one said anything and it's so quiet and everyone's waiting for you to say something, that feeling in itself brings so much and it's so amazing to see that in each different performer that i've taken a headshot of um because suddenly their presence is there mm. and that's that, that i've just sorry i've got a fly it's okay no one can see yeah, this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah, so it's
1: what was I saying? That's completely chicken. It's about the feeling and the being on stage and the acting.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so the feeling, so a presence, I think, is what we're looking for and that comes with feeling. Um but the presence is so personal to each person, so it shouldn't be from a character, it should just be from their own want and desire to do this. And people love watching people loving um what they're doing.
2: Mm. Totally. so
0: I think that's again important for me to capture someone in their element mm. and I love I love seeing it I love see it, it makes me it just makes me so happy mm, with each person cool. seeing them like just fully in love with what they do like it's it's amazing because we go about our lives and you know our part-time jobs or you know so many actors that I know working in Tesco's and you know at, as an usher and we, we sacrifice that part to do what we love. And it's it's just so nice to bring out that side that is so rare to see sometimes because we have to live and survive. Mm. It's a tough industry. Mm. Whoa, I just said the I Whoa. Um, <laughs>
1: that's fine. I, I, I'm, so how was, uh, what was it? Sorry, just laughing at your reaction. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so how was it? Uh, well, we're talking about photography now, so let's stick with photography because I'm interested in in what. Um, did you hear there was a pandemic going on? Um, so uh, I'm interested in how the the pandemic affected that process. For
0: hmm. You. Mm. It. Um... How was business, basically? <laughs> Yeah, well, uh I I started head so I've always wanted to do headshots and I've always wanted to I, I really want to get into um, you know, taking photos behind the scenes and in rehearsals mm. as well. But I've always specifically wanted to do headshots. So I only really had the time um, because I went on tour for such a long time and tour for uh, I was away for about 6 months. Wow. Um last year. Jeez. Um so I, and then I went off traveling um, straight after that to Australia and New Zealand. Oh, very good. <laughs> so I'm meant to be in Australia right now. Um, so I came back three days before lockdown. Um, and I came home um, because I left everything in London to, you know, do my job and then travel. Um, so I had a space that, you know, I didn't have to pay rent and I could think about, you know, very luckily didn't have to do that. My parents have been great. Um, but I, I, you know, I suddenly I didn't have as much responsibilities and I could think properly about what I wanted to do. Um, so that was, I just had so much time and space to think about that. So in a way, the pandemic gave me that, um, you know, freedom to, and time to properly, you know, but properly get myself, like, the right equipment that I want. Um, and I kind of had this fuck it attitude <laughs> where I was just like, do you know what? Like, we're all at rock bottom right now. The only way you can go from here is up with any idea that someone might have. Like, if you're a writer or mm. or an actor or anything, like, any idea you have, this is your chance to, you know, you have so much time mm. to learn as much as you can about it. So... I just became an absolute nerd and did so much research into, you know, the cameras that I wanted to use, um, what direction I wanted to go down. And then the second things opened up, um, a friend of mine um, also wanted to start her own business in... Um, breathwork she's a breathwork coach um so she wanted photos for it so she asked oh can we go for like a walk around an area that has lots of colors so that it kind of you know represents my brand so we just went around took loads of photos and um i was like oh my god this is what i want to do i love this (laughs) it's so much fun um so and that's how i found lots of all the different colored backdrops in london bridge and then i i just i just got in contact with like 10 actors uh friends of mine who i was just like please just let me do like you know your headshots um and just see how it goes and see if this really feels comfortable and just from the first person i was like yeah this this just feels so right to do like this is great and so in terms of business-wise from the pandemic, like I, I don't really have, like, a time before this to no, compare so business it to. No, so started. Yeah, So right. it started, yeah. Awesome. Um, and it's just grown, and it just kind of took off from, from that moment, really. Um, and I'm very aware that it's hard times, and, you know, people can't afford um, headshots, or they can't, you know, it's, it's really difficult at the moment, and I'm... I'm still learning and I'm still at the beginning of my journey, so it's quite nice to team up with people in that sense. You know, not feel the pressure too much from how things would be in a normal situation. Mm. Um, And it makes, like... It made me problem-solve quite quickly as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, for example, you know, we can't... can't, At the beginning, I couldn't use a studio or go indoors. Um, We found a way around that, obviously, with masks and safety... Um, with safety guidelines from the web, uh, government website. But um, at the beginning, it was very much like, wow, like, fuck it, like, let's just, you know, all be outdoors, it's boiling hot, or let's find... Which I know people would do for headshots anyway, but it meant that I could experiment more by being like, this looks like, this, you know, looks like a building and you have no idea how this could become a backdrop... later on but it's blue and that's what I'm looking at and so yeah the way it looks is very like low key Mm. and not glamorous at all but I like that and
1: it's almost like yeah you're you're forced to make artistic choices because of the restriction because of yes which is exactly like like we have to do this because of Covid yeah you have to (laughs) which I think is really really inspiring just in any sort of like form of this is to like sort of like yeah. go, not try and fight against it but go like you know what we could make something really interesting and like move forward and evolve yeah um, rather than just sort of like waiting for theaters to reopen or you know waiting for studios to be back open let's just try and make yeah. something new which i think is great
0: so yeah, i kind of want exactly. to
1: i want to go back to uh acting so with the Uh, Sounds like a
0: Hoover or something. Sorry. Is there a sound like a Hoover in yours? No. It's a ghost
1: Hoover. Or a hairdryer. No, it it might just be the whir of my. uh, It might just be my laptop. Okay. whirring. Oh yeah, Um, got you. uh, So yeah, I want to. I kind of want to go back to. So how did you get into acting? Because again, you like you've done. Mm. I did look at the stuff you've done, and I didn't know about the tour, but that sounds amazing. I'd love to know what your Mm. feelings on tour was like. So I think it's. Interesting, oh being away from <laughs> and Where And where, where were you into what you said East Asia? So,
0: yeah, so I... So it's the same company. Uh, so I went to Germany with them for a year. And then I worked in a film production company. Um, nice. uh, just in-house uh, post-production. Um, and then I got offered um, an extended tour from the German tour um, to go to Asia. So I kind of was taking a break anyway from acting, and I wasn't so sure about it. But... Um, and then I got the opportunity to go away again. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to say yes to that, like mm. to go away to Asia. Um, so I first got into acting when I saw Jim Carrey um, in Ace Ventura just do whatever the hell he
1: wanted <laughs> that's exactly the same as me that is really? so weird that's exactly yes. the same story yes. we've got the same origin No way. <laughs> yeah exactly oh my the same God. exactly really remember it really clearly yeah. i used to do i used to do impersonations of it all the time as a kid he, it's just amazing yeah. and i'm like, actually being
0: like how how like how is this his job yeah what <laughs> i want to do that I want to fuck around on, all day and just get away with doing weird expressions. Yeah. Um, he just, I, I just connected to it uh, somehow because it's not right. even, you know, he doesn't really. It's I connect to expressions and to comedy a lot more than um, than not comedy than tragedy.
1: Then the other one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My brain. Um... <laughs> post Christmas brain um but yeah so I I connected to Jim Carrey a lot and um I just thought I just think expressions are brilliant um and I I do actually find what like uh, when I was growing up at school like, I wasn't so great at um articulating myself really which is you know something that I, I I struggle with words a lot not in a bad way like I can't speak but just that I feel like I think acting was a way for me to express myself um, using other people's words.
1: <laughs> God, how awful is that? That's no, totally fair.
0: No, fair. I think it's just, and I think that's what again why Jim Carrey I related to most because I just found the way he expressed himself like something that it was just hilarious, and you know. I suppose um, it's more physical,
1: especially in Ace Ventura. A physical it's more Physical kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> more images. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And um, that's yeah, because like with same with reading, like I found reading really difficult. Um, mm. So <clears throat> yeah, so that was kind of my my thing with with acting. Um, and then obviously like Monty Python, um, Peter Sellers, like more clowning sort of vibe um, that I wanted to go down. But um, as I grew older, um, my casting, you know, type. Mm. Um, people saw me as this Shakespearean lead, which is a very lovely thing to be put as. Hey, it's
1: good, but Don't get me wrong, What, 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 what why, do, why do you mean by that? How do you mean, um, and how did that feel?
0: Yeah, I just... I think I just constantly battered with how I looked and what I really wanted to do, and I loved just making a fool of myself and just being silly and, you know, and doing comedy. Um... And at uni for the first couple of years, it was very, I felt very much like put into this casting type of, no, you must play these sort of roles because um, this is the way you look and this is what you'll get. Um, and that just creatively is very suffocating because it's not what what you go, it, like. the reason why you go into something is because it feels natural to you. And I know mm. acting is about adapting to different characters, but it was less, less about that for me. I think it was very much, um, I saw it as a very much like, no, I, I just want to do comedy. Um, right. So, and so to tap into those other areas was, yeah, challenging.
1: That's really interesting um, that like, it's that way round. I sometimes feel like the stereotype is often the serious actor Oh no no mm. the 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 really funny actor who wants to do um the serious stuff but it's interesting that like Oh, really just, I I don't know <laughs> I always feel that I always feel like this like I've watched endless <laughs> things about uh you know like really, really really intense actors trying to do uh trying to do like which, wait, which one? No, yeah, really, really funny actors trying to do like really serious roles. Me taken seriously. Yeah. And it's interesting that like the thing that you were being was taken seriously, and they were like, "You are, you are really," and you were like, "No, no, I just want to." I'm funny. Do this. I'm funny. <laughs>
0: you can't see, and no one can see, obviously, through the podcast. But I'm, I'm very tall as well. I'm very tall and lanky. Right. Um, so I think naturally when I stand on stage. Yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain. I'm very blessed. Like, I, you know, it's to have that kind of presence. I guess physically, is right. a great thing to be put into a lead role. Don't get me wrong, but I just love being a goofball and goofing around. And I, I, that's I enjoy those best friend roles rather than the lead roles because that's where I don't know. You see more character that's flaws so and interesting. quirks, right? And Those are the characters that I, I enjoy more. You know, because then you play Julia. I didn't play Juliet, no, I played, um, I played Lady Macbeth.
1: Right, that's the one, yeah. I, and I, played I, I Rosalind. knew that you played some... Wow! Hey, she's yeah, Rosalind's, the she's one,
0: cool. Rosalind's the one that I connect to yeah. the most. Oh, my God, 100%. Like, this is what I mean. So I, I was very judgmental on Shakespeare but Shakespeare before because, again, words and language, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, my totally. God, this is so, so hard for me. But, again, you learn more and you grow and you realise that it's actually... Um, very funny and relatable and very just uh, incredible i absolutely love shakespeare now but at the time i was very much like no i just want to be silly um <laughs> but realized that you can be silly in shakespeare of course um <clears throat> so that was a really nice thing to learn um <clears throat> but then yeah i did i did get cast as like lady macbeth and um i played bassanio as well which was hey you in venice yeah, much of Venice. But yeah, so so it's I just enjoy the uh, like Rosalind was definitely more the thing the mm. kind of casting role that I, I relate really, like I really enjoyed doing.
1: And at school was there people <clears throat> was there someone in particular or like a person who you'd want to champion who was like they were the person who like helped me along the way or they said, you know what, you should look at doing this sort of thing.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing a bit. Um it's definitely not COVID.
1: Uh, I just haven't <laughs> spoken this much in a long time. It's great.
0: Um, uh, yes, yeah. so I, I had a great director called Doug, and I was in GCSE time in year 11. And I went to an all-girls school, so it meant that, again, being tall and lanky, I probably played the male parts more. I was sweet, that boyfriend right. or yeah, yeah. something. So, uh, so we had to do our devised piece, and um, I spoke to him a lot about comedy. And he saw that in me, which was really nice. Um, and he introduced me to Mike Lee um, with Abigail's Party. Don't know if you know Mike her. Lee. I
1: thought, yeah, he, said, I thought Lee. he said Mac Lee. And I was Mac like, is, Lee? is it Lee Mac? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, isn't that, isn't that a guy And Would I Lie to no. You? <laughs> oh, right. that's a great Mike great Lee, TV of course, show. Abigail's love, Party. Is that the one where they, yeah. they film it? It's almost like the play... But it's yeah. like a kind of sitcom with no laugh track yeah. almost. It's just yes. like blank. Wow. And
0: yeah. the characters in it are so good and so detailed and so subtle and just their physicalities um, are hilarious. And again, mm. that's what I related to. It was like their body language, like how they have a tick. One character like, you know, rubs his nose a lot or just little things like that, which I love in a character. Mm. Um, so... So he introduced me to that, and um, so we based our whole piece kind of as an adaptation to Abigail's party, and we all found characters which were really, like, subtle but ridiculous at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Again, the contrast, you've got to go extreme both ways to kind of balance it out. And
1: your photography's the same as well. It's the extreme of the orange and the serious face. Yeah. Coming back, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, so that was kind of, yeah, a good... um, he was he was great for me at that time. Um,
1: and this is at GCSE. This is at GCSE. Yeah. So when did you did you because um, you went to Bournemouth Arts, which is mm. a great union, really like big, vibrant sort of like mm. art scene and a great place, Bournemouth. But um, the uh, did you ever think about going to drama school?
0: So I went to the Brit School for
1: college. <gasps> right. Um, yes, I did know this. I did know mm,
0: this. And great. how was that? Um, so that that was amazing i mean wow
1: (laughs) i know a couple of people what an opportunity a friend friend of mine called t and scott was at brit and i think hearing him speak about it it's an interesting place it's an interesting place for young people to be Mm. and Mm. i suppose what i'm trying to say is it sounds intense Mm. and did you find it intense
0: yeah in in Um, a general way yeah, I... It's hard because they have year 10, year 11, um, and then year 12 and 13, and I came in year 12 and 13, but you have to mix with the guys from year 10 year 11. Right. So they'd already formed their groups, and then you, you're you kind of like the outsider that's coming in for college, trying to fit in with a, a group that's already been, you know, moulded, and they're very... You're very tight groups. Um, so I found it hard at first to kind of adjust to that. Um, and... <laughs> Just like identity crisis at that age, like for me. So I I grew up in um, Acton, which is West London. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was in a very rough area. Um, and then my parents moved to a town called Horsham when I was about uh, ten years old. And um, just that identity like switch of places was just crazy for me. Um, just suddenly you know, get, was surrounded by middle class. <laughs> people who are very polite and suddenly not mugging me every two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, wow, this is great. So then going from that to Brit School, which is in Croydon, I was suddenly like, whoa, like it's it kind of feels familiar. Mm. You know, the kind of place, the area is very rough. Um, There were lots of muggings around uh, Mm. the Brit School as well. Um, So in terms of like, yeah, kind of adapting my identity was... Um, difficult, Um, and being surrounded by, you know, Londoners as well from, you know, a town in the country. Um, (laughs) You know, so that was was hard. Um, But in terms of the actual education, like, it was incredible. It really did set me up to feel like I didn't want to go to drama school.
1: Yeah, this is, I think this is, (laughs) it's interesting that you say, because, like, I think, again, I, I... know a couple other people in Brit school but it seems to me that the the overriding feeling of that education is similar to that is a drama school in that mm. you will go through this and then at the end you will get an agent or at the end yes. you will go to drama school and you'll become an actor and you'll become this mm-hmm. and I think that your journey uh, is, is mm. interesting because uh, like it seems like you it, it seems like it's an interesting because at a drama school I could imagine there's a weird thing that comes out like if almost you're not gonna be an actor at the end of it, there's almost a weird thing of like, well then why did you come to drama school? Hmm. I don't know Maybe that's conjecture, but I, that's, that was my experience that like, hmm. it's, it's, it's strange to be like, well, you're not gonna get, why aren't you trying to get an agent? Or like, why aren't you trying to get casting directors? or interesting. Is? And so I'm yeah. interested how you felt at the end of Brit School, when you were like, I don't know if this, I kind of want to do lots of things. Yeah, yeah. In this environment that's so sort of mm. like geared that way.
0: Yeah, um, I just I was surrounded by people who really, 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 really knew what they wanted to do, and mm. really knew that it had to be acting. And I was I was one of those people, but there was a part of me that was like, do you really know? Like, do you, there must be <laughs> <Yeah>. a- <laughs> Surely, like how <laughs> there must <I> be <laughs> other things out. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 to to explore. And I was so aware that I was young. Um, I was very mature very early on. Um, and I, you know, I would have chats to myself up am like 16, 17, like, you know, there's so much out there and I knew that I lo- loved traveling and I just knew that I had a lot to learn before going through the journey of drama school, which people kept telling me that I needed life experience for. And, um, obviously everyone thinks they have enough life experience at college (laughs) time. Where do you get this experience? I'm ready to be dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But then now at this age, I'm like, fuck no, you're right. You do need life experience. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, now that I've had some, I'm like, I, you know, you are a better actor for it. Um, so yeah, I just, I just felt like I wanted to take things slowly, um, because I jumped in at the deep end quite young. Um, and I felt like I had a good introduction to everything. Um, and I wasn't sure how I felt about the industry. Um, I ha- I got close to being signed by Curtis Brown um, from a showcase, and just that high low experience, like the roller coaster of being really really close to something and then it not right. happening, kind of set me into this like, you know, it hit me hard in a real sense of. Realising that this is gonna be really hard it's a long Excuse
1: journey. Me. bless you. Problem. <laughs> Excuse me. You were talking about I was like, Oh I'm gonna sneeze, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> there you go.
0: That's great. Um you're allergic to my conversation. <laughs> no, absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. <laughs> not a problem. Um so uh what's the So yeah, I um I I just really I realised that you know, this is, this is gonna, if I'm gonna do it, it's gonna be a long journey. Mm. Um, and, um, I'd rather that, it that way because I, you know, the way that I felt from that first big hit of a bit of rejection or not something not happening the way that I thought it was going to happen. Um, it just grounded me and just made me realize like, I need more things to feel, um, like a full person.
1: Mm. So then how, so then, went to Bournemouth Arts and how was that as a place to so I went be to AB, like, I yeah. want to work out what work- is it AB? Is that what you call it? Yeah, so, how, yeah, how it's that AB. As a place to work out?
0: Um, so, AB, I was, you know, drawn to because it's highly collaborative. So, they have a film course, they have photography course, they have the acting course, they have costume. Like, there's so many different departments that you get to collaborate with throughout your time there. And that's what drew me to it. Um, mm. And that it was by the beach sense. as well was yep. pretty great. Yeah. It's an amazing beach. Um, and I just knew that I needed to have fun. I needed to right. just, like, not take something so seriously because being, funnily enough, wanting to be a comedian, being so serious about it, wasn't <laughs> getting me anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I just felt, felt like I needed to loosen my grip a bit. And, um and enjoy acting in a kind of, yeah, just, just at a bit of a distance where I could still have a life um, and give myself that permission to grow without feeling the pressure to enter a, a world that I wasn't ready for.
1: Mm. And then when you left Bournemouth, did you feel ready for it?
0: Um no i still didn't actually um i got a job straight away doing a tour in germany um oh, right yeah so the way ab works is that you don't get an agent out of it you don't get to do a showcase but you do lots of workshops with directors and theater companies nice. so they have a good rate of people getting hired straight after um graduating because we we just get to be put straight in front of jobs um, so I got a job um, and it was a no-brainer to say yes to it because I knew, I just knew that I needed to experience more. Um, and living in Germany for a year sounded amazing. Like, I'd never really been that interested in Germany before, but I was, you know, very happy to... else did you live in
1: Germany? Explore. I don't know it at all, but I'm just intrigued.
0: Yeah, um, so we did the east side of Germany. Um, so it started in Berlin and then we oh, did, right. like, we went around like that. When um, it was amazing, we went to some really interesting, like historically interesting, amazing places, and it was it was crazy. Mm. It's a few years ago now, so I can't really mm. remember all the details about it. But um, it was it was an amazing tour. It was hard because I was in a group of um, three others, so there was four of us. For Just a four? year, <laughs> yeah.
1: How how was yeah. that as like a kind of?
0: Um, I learned a lot about uh I learned a lot about people yeah <laughs> people and how much space you need that life experience um, thing that that life yeah, experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um just how important it is to uh even when you're in a really close uh, space with people to create space for yourself and um respect each other's space as well so it was it was a really intense And to know that we were in a ridiculously intense situation, you know, so when things got a bit too much, it's like, well, look at our situation. Like This isn't normal to be spending this much time with each other. So, you know, don't take it personally as Mm. much. Um, So I learned a lot about that.
1: Did you enjoy... Because I think that part of this job that I would love, I think at the moment in my head, is that I would love to go around and, you know, take a show and take it to different Mm -hmm. places but I'm very aware that like there's no there's no set you know things of this is what everyone enjoys about acting you know some people love being on the stage some people love being on this what did you did you what did you love about that tour if anything and it's it's fair enough there wasn't a thing that was like the gem
0: I just thought even though you are worked so hard like you do 15 shows a week um, Jesus. And it's exhausting. And you are the driver. You are the set. Yeah, is it one know, of those you ones where you're, you're
1: picking the set m- m- You're fully and, involved. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that is really hard work, but I, I loved it. It was so rewarding because you just felt like you were really part of the whole picture. Um, and I, I like that about it. I like being really physically involved as well, like putting the set together and feeling exhausted at the end of the day because it, it felt like I'd done a good day's work. The facilitator. Um, I like working, basically. Yeah, it's the,
1: facil- it's the facilitator again. It's, the it's that facilita- sort of like yeah, you're, being, yeah. you're mucking in, you're being like the set, you're yeah, tearing the tickets. Definitely. and Yeah,
0: yeah totally. I like I do, I like really getting involved. Um, and I just, I felt so lucky um, to, so I've always been interested in languages and culture and mm. different countries. Um because when I was young I did a, an exchange in Belgium and then I did an exchange in Italy and oh, I nice. love that element of living in a stranger family's home and seeing how they live, again, my curiosity. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, how do you, how do you cook? <laughs> 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 how do you go out for Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I was really interested and fascinated in, in that, in different cultures. Um, so the travelling element was huge for me um, and to be able to learn the language... Um, meet loads of people uh, like in the schools. Um, see how important theatre is in education.
1: In different countries. Um,
0: in different countries, yeah, because um, it is amazing how like how lucky we are in the UK to to have it to know how to be an audience. Really, that's interesting. Like you know, Asia for example, in China. <laughs> There were some audience members that, like, well, some experiences that we had where <clears throat> they just weren't educated in how to how to sit and listen to a show and what was going on. And, you know, I guess it, maybe it's the politeness of being British, but, it, you know, they would really get involved. Sometimes they'd come on the stage and we'd be like...
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> That's not what you're meant to be doing. Right. You're not Lady Macbeth. I am <laughs> <laughs> Um, but please go for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it was, it was a very different experience, um, and knowing how to deal with that and the loudness, and it it was damaging sometimes. In especially in Germany as well, like sometimes, like I think it is an age thing as well. Less on culture, just you know, knowing how to listen to to, mm. to it. It's like there there was a lot of talking. We did have to stop the show a couple of times
1: because. There was so much talking that we couldn't hear ourselves on stage. Jesus. That's interesting in terms of, again, that's just one of those things that you just don't, just take for granted, I suppose, here. Yeah. And it's like, it's so part, I think it's so, I don't know, so sort of like in our, in the tradition of the, I don't know it sounds wanky but I think it's probably it probably is that we've just sort of taught to sort of just shut up and just watch the play and then go home
0: yeah I mean it sounds really bad to say but there was one time where we were just we literally just said like if you're not enjoying it just fall asleep but we have to do our jobs like don't talk yeah yeah it was really bad um but it, it, it made me, again, not take it too seriously. Yeah, really um, interesting
1: from a, an actor's point of view to sort yeah. of have to have that experience of, like...
0: Yeah. I they mean, don't have to listen to you. As well. they don't ha- yeah, they
1: don't have to listen. Just because you're up here, you as a light doesn't mean they have to care. Like, they really don't. But that,
0: that's an amazing thing to learn.
1: <laughs> if more British audiences did that, I think maybe we probably would have a different view about, so you know, yeah. how self-important actors sometimes yeah. are. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're i mean it's very nice of you to speak to me Just you know just a few days before you know just a few days after christmas and a few days before 2021 and so i'm wondering what your plan is for 2021 do you have any or are you
0: very good question again um i i used to have i used to do this every year and, and have lots of plans and and I've been very lucky to you know travel and experience lots of things um and to achieve a lot as well I feel very very proud of what I've achieved since like graduating um but I'm kind of at that point where I'm just it's like just seeing where things go and not putting too much down on one thing and to just to remain curious and open to as to what could come away really like I have no idea, it's so hard to think about 2021 when we're in this crisis. So for me, maybe just focusing on, like to still focus on the simple things and, which is funny because I watched a film recently called
1: Soul. Oh the new Disney one, have
0: you seen it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, which is exactly what that's about, I suppose.
0: <laughs> it is, it's, it's all about um, focusing on the simple things. And it is funny because I had a little cry afterwards, being like, "I miss acting and performing," <laughs> which is completely different to what the the moral of the story
1: was about. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's kind of like you know, it's to take. I suppose if it, 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 <laughs> let's just talk about soul. We could talk about soul for another hour, but like the, the the it felt to me like it's about I don't know, enjoy just getting the most out of life. Yeah. And if that's how you but shifting to get the most your
0: out perspective of life. as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah that
0: your purpose doesn't need to be about what you're doing no
1: the purpose definitely that, doesn't need to, you don't have to have a purpose as well it doesn't no. need to be like a kind of end goal yeah, or. yeah exactly
0: totally. and your identity doesn't need to come from that either mm. um i think just not forcing anything and, and allowing you know time and nature to do its thing and help help us through this shit
1: yeah it's beautiful <laughs> really. idea. Mm. so what's your recommendation the end of the show we do the recommendation yes. for the most is, is it sold so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is not sold no. No. um for me it's a film called parasite oh what a, it? Film. It what a film it is amazing um it's, it, that was a very hard question by the way because again i like a lot of things so hey, I was like, oh my god i could enough. talk about music i could talk about <laughs> this <laughs> but um but yeah probably parasite um because it just, it deals with so many different themes. Um, And I think the main theme that I like from the film is dealing with imposter syndrome. I'm feeling like, like it's amazing how much they buy into these characters. I don't know, you know, obviously who's seen it and who hasn't. I don't want to give too much away. But um, it is just the way that, you can feel a certain... It's all about being qualified for something and how that makes you feel, and that you can actually do a lot without being qualified. Um, mm. And it's all in how you project and how you, you know, come across, which is interesting. That's such an interesting
1: sentence. read. I mean, it's such a good film, but I, I, don't, I hadn't really thought of it like that. I want to see it again. Oh, really? Have you seen there's a black-and-white version now as well?
0: No. Yeah,
1: it's on Amazon. You can oh see Oh, my it. God, it's I'd it. love I to see it. I think the director wanted it to be in monochrome.
0: Well, I will tell you this story. I don't know if you'll put this out there, but um, um, I—I was in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) This is really embarrassing on my on my part. But um, I was in Australia, and I hadn't seen the film yet. But um, I was babysitting um, for this really wealthy family um, from Korea, and um, they had this amazing house and the kids, and you know, it it was really quite something. Um, And I remember turning up being like, wow, like, which, you know, which flat are they living in? And they were were the whole, they were the whole block of flats. Um, That's how, you know, which they were. (laughs) Um, And anyway, I was babysitting and it was quite dramatic. They were quite a dramatic family. Um, Lots of shouting and arguments. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? So um, I was travelling with um, my boyfriend at the time and um, I wanted to see if he could get involved with babysitting (laughs) so I suggested you know maybe it would be a great idea if he could come along and like help out with babysitting maybe he could cook and I could do this blah 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 and she was like yeah this is a really great idea and we went for this dinner and um I had just heard about Parasite and I thought oh my god I haven't seen it yet but she might like to watch it (laughs) And so I gave it to her as a recommendation, being like, there's this new film out called Parasite, like, you should really see it. She was was into films as well, and I was like, you know, it's won loads of awards, Mm. it's in Korea. Um, And um, so I recommended it to her, and then things developed, and um, we realised that we didn't want to stay and do these jobs. And um, we went to the cinema, we went to see it, and I was like, oh, my God, I have just recommended a film... (laughs) where people are, you know, slowly bringing in other people to this rich family. Oh, wow. And that was what I was my boyfriend. And I had recommended it to her. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't think she ever saw it. But, yeah, it's very embarrassing. And I just sunk into my chair, like, how was I raving about this? When it makes me look
1: really bad. Oh, God, I'd love to know. That's what
0: obviously she not what I was doing. I'd love to know um, what she thought
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who's that, that babysitter, <laughs> <laughs> really, babysitter bringing in again? I know. Oh, amazing.
0: So, yeah, that's my story of Parasite, but it is, it's an amazing film.
1: I love it. I uh, definitely. And I think it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Olivia. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you. This podcast is produced by me, Andy Sellers, with original music by Danny Hall. Thank you for listening.